hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. 14-year-old St. Louis and Kennedy Holmes made her hometown proud this past fall as she competed on NBC's The Voice. She made it to the final episode of the season, ultimately snagging fourth place on the wildly popular show. St. Louis Public Radio newscaster Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson caught up with the young star shortly after the competition came to a conclusion and began by asking her what the experience on The Voice was like as a whole. I mean, this whole experience on The Voice has been an amazing, you know, opportunity for me because, you know, I am so young. I I mean, I'm 14 and I've gotten to work with such amazing artists, you know, like Jennifer. And then I've gotten to learn also from the other contestants who are a little bit experienced. So, you know, I'm just really blessed to have this opportunity and it's meant the world for me because it's jump-started my career. You've gotten to work with some elites, okay? (laughs) Mariah Carey, Kelly Rowland, Jennifer Hudson. You've gotten to work with Blake Shelton, you know, Adam Levine, Kelly Clarkson. I mean, you name it, you've worked with some people who've been in the business (laughs) and who have seen quite a few things. And as I mentioned, Jennifer Hudson was your coach. What was it like being coached by someone who didn't have necessarily a direct path line to this big stardom that she has now? I mean, I feel like working with Jennifer, it was an easier connection just because, you know, she's been through this whole process. I mean, you know, she started in a competition and she didn't even win. So I feel Mm -hmm. like that's like something that we have in common that shows, you know, even if you don't win like a voice competition that you're doing, you can still come out and, you know, do big things like she did. And, you know, she gave me great advice along the way. And I feel like through the whole thing, I grew so much and I I could see the growth in myself, like with putting emotions in my song. So I, I was really happy about it. And I mean, she went on to win a Grammy and an Oscar. Right. <laughs> okay. She starred in Dreamgirls right. and was performing with some pretty iconic talent from Eddie Murphy to Beyonce, yeah. Anika Nani Rose. I mean, that's kind right. of peak status <laughs> <Yeah>. right there. <laughs> so I want to go back to, to something that really happened that was special for you. You got to sing with your coach on more than one occasion. You got to sing I Am Changing with her, which was from her movie Dream Girls, And that left me with chills. But you got to sing with her again during your final performance. And you got to sing Home. Yeah. (laughs) Which left me in pieces. It was such a beautiful song and a beautiful take on it. And I just want to take a few moments to listen to that right now. take on a different meaning to you now? Uh, I think before it even did because, you know, Home is that song that I just really love singing because I feel like emotionally it's it's great for me to connect to and, you know, singing it with Jennifer, I'd have to say it was, like, it did bring a new side to me because something that she's really good at is 
being in the moment. And that's something that I strive to be good at. So, I mean, just to learn from her and watch her, you know, just be so into the song during like rehearsals and even on the stage. Like, I feel like just that moment was incredible. What did that song mean to you? I mean, when you think about it, like just the lyrics, it's, it's, I think it kind of reminded me, you know, thinking about St. Louis and all the love and support. I mean, because, you know, when I think of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. So I, I just really, it's something that I could connect to easily just because, you know, everybody here in St. Louis has been so supportive of my dreams and what I want to do in life. Well, you came back home to a lot of love. Yeah. <laughs> I saw when you came back uh, home, there yeah. were tons of people screaming yeah. for you. Yeah. I mean, what better fan base could you ask right. for? <laughs> what, what, who's better than St. Louis, you know? <laughs> I mean, no one. <laughs> and speaking of, of another big moment, you got to sing and get advice from the legendary Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. She's a singer, a songwriter herself, and she's been in the business for quite some time. And she's seen a lot, learned a lot, and paved the way for quite a few people. What sorts of things did she give you as far as advice vocally and as a songwriter? I mean, songwriting, I mean, I feel like she just really wants me to be myself, like, when it comes to that. But, you know, while I was, like, during, like, while I, while I was rehearsing, I feel like something that she really just wanted me to do was kind of have fun on the stage. You know, she noticed that I'm used to just being rehearsed and, you know, the way I do it is the way I do it each and every time, and I try to do it that way. And she just really wanted me, her and Jennifer, wanted me to, you know, let loose, you know, switch it up a bit. Don't always, you know, stick to the script, you know, go outside of it, do something different, make a change. And I feel like that's something that I could most definitely keep in my pocket throughout my whole career just because I feel like you shouldn't strive to do it perfect in the same way each and every time because something new and great that was better than what you were doing before might come along the way. So, you know, that was a great piece of, like, advice that she gave me. And I mean, week after week, you killed it. You had Me Too <laughs> you. and you had the moonwalk. I was like, did she really just do a moonwalk across the stage? <laughs> yeah, and that was like a last minute thing. Like, I was like, hmm, I'm going to be writing from the coaches. Might as well just throw a moonwalk out there, you know? I mean, you popped one gnarly moonwalk. One <laughs> <laughs> <What> gnarly <laughs> And then you just kind of just went back on stage and was like, boom, that's it. Left it all on stage. <laughs> right. And I mean, it really kind of marked a change in your performance style. And as I mentioned, you've been a standout this entire season. Even Blake said he predicted you to win. Tell me about the maturity of your voice. <laughs> it is so mature. When you started, you were 13 on the show, and then obviously now you're 14. But where does that maturity come from? I, at times, ask myself the same thing, but I feel like it's it comes mainly from the people I surround myself with. You know, my family, they, they're very mature, and I'm the youngest person in my family, so, you know, I've grown up around older people, and I've gotten so used to just having conversations with adults because that was something my mom, like, sh pushed me to do. She was like, you know, how about you go over there and talk to, the, talk to the adults, ask them how they're doing, just to, you know, get me more comfortable with talking to people. And, you know, I think along the way, I just, I knew that with the career that I wanted to go down to, I'd have to mature myself and just be mature for the things that I wanted to do. I mean, vocally, you are a powerhouse. <laughs> like, when I listen to you, you have such a quality tone Thank you. to your voice that's very rich and genuine, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I feel like maybe that part comes from just like when I, I had a vocal coach just try to, to try to, you know, up my voice, get it more, you know, 
because at the time when I was younger, my voice was raspy and it was funny to listen to, you know, <laughs> and when I look back at videos, I'm like, is that me? Like, who is that singing? But, you know, when I had my vocal coach, she really helped me with my falsetto because at the time I sound like, you know, I sounded like a cat being dragged. And <laughs> but, you know, she helped me. And I feel like along that, you know, she was kind of a jazz type style singer. So I kind of took some from that. And, you know, with all the training, like my voice just matured more and more each and every lesson we had. So, you know, that was a big help. It seems so full and well taken care of. Mm, yes. And that also goes along with like all the work from the Muni also, because, you know, I've learned so much from the Muni also because, yeah, we do shows there. But then like along the way, they give you great pieces of advice of how to, you know, take care of your voice, you know, drinking tea and everything. So they're also a big part of why my voice is like it is. Well, we'll get back to the Muni and whatnot in a moment. But what was your favorite performance? I'd have to say confident just because, you know, that was my, I feel like I had the most fun on stage doing that one because, you know, it was my last performance. I ended the night with that and I feel like I got to, you know, let loose and show everybody that sassy side of Kennedy. I mean, you had a full on Beyonce moment. (laughs) Like, like basically the internet was like, is she really about to do like a Beyonce moment with the full on band and everything? Yeah. And my, my idea originally was kind of to have like a football type thing, but you know, the team back at The Voice, their idea, I felt like it just, it was way better than what I had thought of because, you know, they were thinking kind of outside of the box and they were like, we got to bring that Beyonce to the stage. And I was really thankful for that because I hadn't even thought of it, but you know, they're just amazing. And that rift between you and the guitarist. That Now, that was Jennifer's idea. That I was so happy because while we were in the rehearsal, she was like, hmm. After I sang it a couple of times, she was like, okay, I have a great idea. And, you know, she was like, you can have the dance break, but then you should also have, like, a break where it's just you going back and forth with, like, the band or a guitarist. And, you know, it was a great idea. And I, I loved it when I, like, finally got to rehearse it and hear it out. And it, it just turned out amazing. I mean, that was definitely a shoe-throwing performance. Right. (laughs) In the words of your coach, Jennifer, that was definitely a (laughs) shoe-thrower. Well, I want to take a moment to listen to your performance of The Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston. parts in that song where I heard a youthful Whitney Houston when she first started singing that song and it's such an age-appropriate song. Yes. When you went week by week in your song choices was that something that factored in? Absolutely. And that's something that was really hard because, you know, as a young person, you don't want to be singing songs about love if you haven't experienced it. So, you know, it was really hard for me to choose songs wisely because, you know, people have big opinions and I don't want to, you know, go outside of the box and, you know, sing something that is not age appropriate for me. So that was most definitely something that we had to keep in mind along the way. And, you know, when we came across the Whitney song, I was like, this is perfect because I grew up listening to The Greatest Love of All by her. And it was one of those songs where I was like, I'd go to when someone like asked me to sing and I was like, okay, I'll sing this song. But, you know, I felt like just the timing was perfect. I mean, it was beautifully done. Thank you. And it really, your performance of it, it felt like you had been on that stage 
forever, all your life. It didn't seem like you were a part of a singing competition. It felt like you were a part of maybe like a Grammy performance. Or yeah, like that MTVs, one. I feel like you know? yeah, yeah, that was that one. I feel like that performance was one where at the time I didn't feel like I was in a competition anymore. You know, I was just you know, at a performance kind of doing a tribute to like Whitney and I was just honoring her and, you know, all the amazing work that she's done. And, you know, considering she's my idol, I just, when I was singing the song, it, I threw away the whole competition thing and I just, you know, really was in the moment and telling the story to, you know, the coaches up there. And it was, it was a, I feel like it was a really great moment for me. What kind of advice did Jennifer give you about being in the music business? You're so young. What kind of advice did she give you? I think mainly advice that she has given me is to remember to be myself and to also, if I remember correctly, she basically told me not to let anyone take advantage of me. And she told me to, you know, stick up for myself if I'm in those types of situations where I'd have to. And to also, like, the team that I work with to be careful who I choose, you know, because those are the people you're going to have to work with. And that's why my mom is a big part of that. And, you know, she's very careful with who she picks to be a part of the Kennedy team or whatever. But, you know, I think that's some mainly great advice that she's given me. And that's something that I can most definitely keep as I go into the music industry because I think it's important to get advice from someone who's been through it, been through it all, and, you know, who started kind of the same way that I did. Well, with that being said, is she going to be a part of your life forever now? <laughs> are you all still connected? Me and her are still connected. And I feel like, you know, Jennifer is going to be that type of person. If I ever need, like, great advice or if I, you know, ever f- need someone to talk to about something, like, she'll be there because we are in contact. And she's just an amazing person. And I know that she'll – she even told me, you know, if you ever need anything, please tell me, please contact me. And I think that's really cool as a coach that you stay in touch with your artist and the person that you've been working with. Was she shocked by the result? <laughs> I feel a little, I'm just going to say yes, she she was, but she mainly was like, this isn't it for you. She was very proud and she was like, you know, God has a plan for you, so don't even worry about it. You know, you're going to do great things and this is all, this will all, you know, turn into something great. And, you know, I feel like I, I really believe that. You kind of alluded to this earlier about the Muni. You're more than a singer. You're also an actress. Absolutely. <laughs> you were Little Inez in Hairspray. Yes. <laughs> favorite at the role. Muni. <laughs> Where do you hope your talents eventually lead you? Do you mean like as a whole? The whole package, whether whole it be package. singing, dancing, acting. Where do you hope that your talents lead you? I got you. So I really want to, you know, make my own music, you know, go down that road. But then I most definitely want to go into musical theater and into TV and film. You know, I just mainly want to do it all. Like, I don't want to stop at singing. I just I want to go into it all and show everyone, you know, all that I'm capable of. Why not stop at singing? I feel that I shouldn't stop at singing because I have more to offer to the world than just singing, you know, with my dancing. And, you know, I do like to choreograph some things. And I feel like as I go further along in my career, I'm going to learn more. I'm going to gain more experience in things. And, you know, I might be good at it. Like, say I might be good at, like, producing something or being being a director. Like, there's so many things out there that I could be good at that I don't know right now and that I could, you know, make a change and offer great things to the world. So, you know. I just want to do everything. You've been pretty grounded this entire season. And it seems as though it's a trademark of your just your career and your professionalism. How have you remained grounded throughout this entire process? Because it's easy to get caught up yeah. when you're in Hollywood. Right. Um, I feel like I remain grounded just because it's kind of the person that I am. I'm not 
the type of person to go around bragging about, you know, being on The Voice. I, I don't bring it up in conversations or anything. Like, I, I feel like mainly just considering growing up, my family's really humble. You know, we're all grounded people and we're great people to be around. So I just wasn't raised that way. And I will never be that way just because of the fact that that's not something good to go into and I try to really stay humble and that's what my family strives to like remind me each and every day to remember to stay humble and be grateful for all that you've gotten so you are just so mature and wise for just to be 14 (laughs) oh thank you you know um (laughs) you've had so many opportunities Mm -hmm. so many opportunities that people could only have in a lifetime you know wish to have in a lifetime and your spirit has stayed the same. You're pretty consistent in that. I remember just watching some of your older performances before you even got on The Voice yeah. and hearing the maturity in your voice, your stage presence. I don't know. There's just something so different and unique about you that wasn't a showboat. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so in the midst of all this, you were also in school. I am. What were your classmates saying? Oh, my. My classmates were so excited for me. Like, everybody at my school, when I, the the, the last day of school before winter break, like, everyone was like, congratulations, amazing job, Kennedy. And, you know, my school has been so supportive of everything because I feel like the last week that we had, the top four week, it was really stressful. So my school was nice enough to, you know, be really supportive and, you know, just not give me so much work and just be like, they were like, whatever you need to do, do what you can. Like, don't worry about it because they knew it was going to be a really stressful week. So, you know, my school has just been really, really, really great. And I really appreciate them. What do you want to say about your family throughout this entire process? My family has been also my, my biggest supporters. And I truly appreciate them because I wouldn't be here without them. And, you know, they've given a lo- given up a lot of things just to, you know, get me here. And, you know, I'm, I'm just really trying to continue to make them proud. So obviously, the next question is, what's next? I'd have to say I've had a lot of, you know, amazing opportunities and things that come my way. And, you know, I mainly right now for the holidays, I'm going to take a little break. But, you know, starting up next year, I'm most definitely going to look into some things. And like I said, I want to make my own music. I also, after that, you know, want to go into TV and film and musical theater. So there's just so many things out there that I want to do. And I hope everyone stays watching me to see what happens. <laughs> but I want, I want to ask you one last thing. You did have an original song, Love is Free. Are you going to be promoting that song anymore or what? I think so. I think I will. I mean, that's my first song. Might as well, right? <laughs> I mean, and that song was so good. Like, I really loved it just because as I was looking for songs to sing on the show, I was, I was looking for a vibe mainly. That's kind of with me. Like, if, you know, starting off, I was like, mm, okay. Mm. And, you know, when I heard it, I was like, this is the song. And it was actually between two songs that I wanted to sing. And one of the songs, I liked it, but I didn't like it as much. But I was trying to strategize. And, you know, I was like, well, should I sing a, a, a slow song or should I sing an up-tempo when I'm already going to do an up-tempo on the show? But my mom was like, go with your gut feeling. You know you want to do the up-tempo. So I was like, all right, I might as well. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, was, I really like the meaning of it and everything, and I'm happy with it. And it's about self-love. Yeah, and that that's another thing. Like, I'm all about spreading the love and, you know, putting that positive vibes and great meanings out there. So I feel like the song was perfect timing. And, you know, it was great to let people know, you know, like Kennedy and what's my motto. And it, it was great. Well, thank you so much, Candy. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> 
That was 14-year-old phenomenon Kennedy Holmes talking with newscaster Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson following Holmes' fourth-place finish on The Voice. The young St. Louis star will perform with jazz pianist Peter Martin later this month as part of the Arts and Education Council's St. Louis Arts Award event on January 21st. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU.